This episode is presented by BetMGM, the exclusive betting partner of The Athletic. Sign up at BetMGM.com using the promo code THEATHLETICPOD. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Standing Room Only Podcast. Yes, I am your host, Ben Standing, and I cover the Washington football team for The Athletic, which means I am coming to you right now from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas where the Washington football team, yes, the Washington football team, the one that started the year 2-6, and six, just won its fourth consecutive game this season, defeating the Las Vegas Raiders 17-15 with a go-ahead field goal from Brian Johnson, the fourth kicker they've used this year. Um, in with the final in less than a minute to go, after Taylor Heineke led them down the field um, to set up that field goal and uh, a remarkable win for this team. This wasn't the prettiest win. They're missing pieces, and yet they got this game done. Um, I just talked, had a conversation with our friend Michael Phillips from the Richmond Times-Dispatch to discuss all of that. Um, I'm re-recording this introduction, uh, though, because it was just announced a few moments ago, according to uh, uh, Adam Schefter, that Logan Thomas suffered what appears to be an, an ACL tear, which would mean he would be out for the season. Uh, Michael and I talked about the Logan Thomas injury at the end of the podcast, just the idea that it was potentially an injury to watch, but obviously it's got some more information on that. So huge blow there for Washington because the Logan Thomas, he caught, he caught a touchdown today. He's obviously a huge threat for them, not just in the red zone, but all over the field. And now they're having, having lost him for a chunk of the season with a different injury. Now he's out with uh, an ACL, it appears. Um, that aside, Washington is right now the sixth seed in the NFC. It's now, and they're heading into the stretch with five games to go, starting with the Dallas game uh, Sunday at FedEx Field. So there is a lot to discuss. Michael and I get into a bunch. I'm going to get to that conversation in just a second. Of course, you can subscribe to this podcast. You can do it on iTunes, Spotify, or you can do it on the Athletic app if you're a subscriber to The Athletic. You can listen to the podcast commercial free. You can, of course, also read my work over on The Athletic. Um, I'll have a recap at, off of this game up probably by the time you hear this podcast. Uh, so we'll get to we'll, we'll get to that. Michael and I talked about all the things you hopefully are interested in in uh, in hearing about. Um, and look, uh, there's nothing really to, to, to say other than just it, it continues to be remarkable what this what this team team can do they're overcoming tons of injuries but unfortunately with the logan thomas situation it appears they have another one that they're going to have to overcome and a big one at that um all right that said let's get to it here is my conversation with michael phillips from the richmond times dispatch talking about win number four in a row taylor heineke this defense a kicker that half the players didn't even know his name all that and a lot more here on the standard room only podcast all right, as promised, joining me here from a random, uh, I don't know, this isn't the press box, but a random space in the press box area where they have phones labeled defense and special teams and other things is Michael Phillips and Richmond Times is back. Uh, ideally, we want to talk about Michael's successful weekend in the poker room <laughs> and maybe some of the other happenings in town because, you know, but what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So we'll focus on the football. And, Michael, there is plenty to discuss because, once again, the team that shouldn't be doing the things that they're doing keeps doing the things that they're doing, and they won a fourth game in a row. Uh, your immediate reaction? I thought Antonio Gibson summed it up very nicely. So you know, just this, you know, just this team has a lot of fight and resilience, and we're playing very well. He said, "Well, you know, how is how has that happened? I don't know, but it's happening. I don't know how it's happening either. I, they had no business winning that game. 
Heineke should have been intercepted there on that last drive, you know, and inexplicably dropped by some another chance. The kicker who showed up on Tuesday makes a 48-yarder on Sunday. Uh, they, they, you know, the maybe a pass interference there on the on the last drive coming back. I, I certainly never called in that situation. I, I think the officiating was pretty bad across the board today. Didn't didn't favor any team. It was it was just bad. But you know, looking at this team, you know, they they find a way to, to grind it out against Seattle. Find a way to grind it out here, and then the train keeps on rolling. It's a wild ride. I, I think this team is taking on Taylor Heineke's persona in a lot of ways. It's uh, it is not the most talented collection of football players, but but dang if they don't try really really hard. They do. I mean, look, it, it is on the one hand we are deep into the season here. They are now six and six. They are the sixth seed in the NFC, and yet I don't have a real feel in terms of watching what they're doing how good they actually are. I mean, they're missing pieces, which doesn't make them different than a lot of teams. Uh, so many of the pieces that they do have, yeah, I, yeah, sure, I guess, I don't know, whatever, to, epitomized by the kicker who just got the fourth kicker of the year who <laughs> most of the, player, or the players we talked to after the game admitted they didn't even know what his name was. Uh, John Allen's like, yeah, I didn't know what his name was, but I know what it is now. Um, and yet it doesn't make any sense why this is happening. On the other hand, you win four in a row in this league. I don't care who you're playing. That counts for something. And they are they are now poised to be a real threat in the NFC. I'm not saying maybe a threat to beat whoever you think is the tippy top of the conference. But at the same point, one of those teams is Tampa Bay. And they already beat them in this stretch. And I don't know what to... to I'm not going to dismiss them anymore in terms of this in terms of this season. Um, yeah, it, it's, just, it's just wild to see what they're doing. And I, look, I give Ron Rivera a lot of credit... Say whatever you want about various aspects of the, the certain calls and games or whatever things he says sometimes during a week that drive us all crazy. These players 100% buy into what he's selling, and that is really kind of all that matters right they now. They got the David and Goliath rock. Like, if I just explain that to a guy on the street, like, so here's the deal it's, it's a room full of like really talented big dude athletes, and then somebody takes a rock and throws it against the wall, and they all lose their minds. You'd be like, oh, so it's a dysfunctional franchise. No, it's not. It's a, it's a highly successful bit, and everybody loves it and goes crazy for it, and uh, they, they love Ron Rivera. And, and you know, I, that is the one thing we said when he was hired in Washington. Guys love playing for Ron Rivera. These guys love playing for Ron Rivera. It's also, to your earlier point, it's such a limiting style of football. You explain how they win football games. They win football games by eating up the clock, running, 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 running. And then the defense allows a lot of short stuff. It's bend but don't break. And then and then tries to hold the other team to a field goal. And you describe that and you say, well, that can work sometimes, but... Can that work all the time in the NFL with, with the best athletes in the world? That, that feels dubious, but but here we are, four in a row, and I think identity was a word that was bandied around a lot. It, it, it sure feels like that is this team's identity, and they feel like it's their ticket to victory. Yeah, let's compartmentalize this uh, since I came in here with no formal outline for this conversation. Uh, let's go with the defense. I tell. No, you can't tell? No, it's, you played it off really well. I'm a, I'm a professional. Um <laughs> The let's go to the defense. You talked about sort of forming an identity. And I've, I've said this before in the last couple of weeks. This is not to disparage anybody who may be missing, whose names you can probably know. But I've been saying that like since John Allen has become the most prominent player on defense, I'm not saying the best. He's been the best player on defense more or less the whole season. But the most prominent player post with Chase Young and Montez went out. 
he is a serious human being and he walks into the locker room or walks into the post-game press conference with us. You don't know if he won. You don't know if he lost. He takes it all very serious. And he is just matter of fact, well, you know, th- this is what we need to do. We did it today. We won. Good for us. Now, what? Not, you know, what, what's next? I think the defense is continuing. It, it, it is it, the identity is forming around, if not him directly, that type of mentality. No Landon Collins today. Uh, didn't seem to matter that much. Uh, Khalid Hudson, DeShazer Everett filled in. Danny Johnson's there. If it takes two or three players to replace one, they keep doing that we are you know we're not even discussing the idea of all the guys on the defensive ends are still having to play and we're it's not even i'm not saying it's not noticeable but like james smith williams casey Tuhill, it's not the other teams the other teams are aware of what's who's out there and they are not able to do anything that ever since they switched the, the back secondary to like that sort of bend don't break situation having mm-hmm. two deep safeties in there a lot yeah. that that's really kept things in play and forcing the other teams to have to grind it out down the field or, or maybe make mistakes all this is working, and I think that identity from John Allen sort of mindset really seems to be permeating through this group. Let's tip the hat where it needs to be tipped. Bobby McCain's playing well this past month. He would want us to note that. He asked us to note that earlier in the year. So we, when we get it together and play well, make sure y'all keep writing. writing that, 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 that's free safety slash uh, replay advisor Bobby McCain because he had, <laughs> he, a, he, he, he had a play early on where the Raiders had a, had a, had a catch um, that would have been moved to drive, reversed, and you know the, the, early on the Raiders, I mean, the Raiders only had – Wait, what was the final score? It's 15. They only had 15 points and a lot of field goals. And the def- like I said, the defense Six is killing. points at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, it, it, a remarkable defensive effort against a, a pretty good offense, too, and a guy in Derek Carr who's been slinging the ball around really well this year. I was super impressed. Uh, did Deshaun Jackson play today? I, I'm going to have to see the snaps. I mean, really, I, it was... Like, you couldn't tell out there. Like, they, you know, they were not... They could not take deep shots. And you know they were drawing him up. Like, we'll, we'll go to the tape this week and we'll look at it. I find it hard to believe the Raiders didn't draw up deep shots in their game plan for this week. But they, we didn't see him today. And the reason we didn't see him is because that secondary was going to work. Kendall Fuller, another tip of the hat guy, playing a lot better than he did early this season. It's, it's so, so it's going to be, it's always a fascinating offseason because we cover the Washington football team. But certainly one of, you can already tell one of the main driving storylines this next offseason will be we've had two years in a row of Ron Rivera and it's two years in a row of the team looking totally outclassed and lost and confused for eight weeks and then dominant and cohesive and together for eight weeks and the two years is is an enormously small sample size um, but there's clearly something to that and I think the offseason focus will be how how do you get that in week one? If you could get that in week one, man, you'd, you'd have something special here. So I'm already looking forward to that. Just twice now we've seen Ron build something and guys buy in and, and good things happen. Um, you know, that, that next step of the evolution of the program here is is not waiting until week nine to do it. But, hey, to, to each their own. We're, it's relevant football in December, man. Cowboys are coming to town. Happy Dallas week, Ben. I can't even wrap my brain around <laughs> the fact that, like that, that's what makes it so interesting. Is the, the you know, as I said, four in a row, regardless of who you're playing, that says you are a serious team to, to consider right now. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, a legit, a legit four too was wasn't a wasn't a cupcake four. Again, yeah, you could say Carolina was the worst victory of the four, just in, in terms of the team you played. Um, well, I mean, Seattle's terrible, but Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. Yeah. But Carolina's on the road. This game was on the, on the yeah. road. I mean, and obviously it all started by Tampa beating arguably legit. the best team in the league. Um, super legit win in Tampa, against Tampa. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think today's is a super legit win, too. I really do. 
Yeah, I t- totally agree. Uh, look, the Raiders have their own issues going on that they're, they're not fully healthy, and so be it. I mean, that's just how it is. But obviously, we know Washington is not either. Um, to go back to the offense, you mentioned Heineke. Uh, so this is very reminiscent of the Giants game in Week Two. He brought it up himself. A late game interception. I mean, this was not a game. I, this was not Taylor Heineke's best game. High on a lot of throws. His first touchdown pass to a wide open Logan <laughs> Thomas only was caught because Logan Thomas like soared like you know soared in the air to to, to get a pass way over his head. Um, Heineke was was off high on, on a bunch of throws. Uh, he had an interception late. You mentioned that he almost could have had another one in the final drive. And yet this is things seems to be the thing with him. He he lives dangerously. Seems to get away with it more often than not. And then when he does make a mistake, he has the grit to fight back. Uh, and, and get it done. So after he throws the the pick, the Raiders kick a go ahead field goal. Uh, but late in the game, no problem. Taylor Heineke drives down the field and sets up a 48 yarder go ahead field goal for a dude named Brian Johnson who that was signed on Tuesday. But shout out to to Bethesda's own Brian Johnson. Um, and you know it, it, it's quite remarkable. But to the point you mentioned before, and I've talked about this as well, the he plays, he's this gamer, he's this gritty guy. We talk about it, but typically when we've talked about it in the beginning, it's what he is. This is what he is. This is how he put himself in that position in that Tampa game last year in the playoffs to, to just ignore whatever anybody else were thinking, no pressure. He goes out there and battles Tom Brady to, you know, more or less to the end. Keeps doing that this year. But what the difference is now is it is obvious they are. It is. It is no longer just about him. It's about how the team is is reacting to him. And John Allen, in, his, in one of his opening comments, says, um, talking about how impressive this win was. He's like, "What can I say about Heineke? He showed why he needs to be our quarterback." <laughs> and, and he didn't specify that he needs to be the long term, whatever. Uh-huh. But that is a big statement. And I think all these guys recognize that this guy. They are playing for Ron Rivera, but they are playing also for this guy. Yeah, they 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 love him. Like they, you. Everybody will always say good things about the people on their team. Like, if you just run up to a guy, like, you know, ask him about another football player on the team and be like, oh, yeah, I love that guy. Like, he's good. Like, that's what they do. But you could tell it's different with Heineke. Now, they they love Taylor Heineke. They respond to Taylor Heineke. And that's, that, that's why he had his roster spot. That's why he leapfrogged Kyle Allen preseason. Like, Ron is a smart enough coach to know you don't mess with that. Like, let, let the locker room talk. The locker room knows. And, you know, we've lived this so many times where outside forces dictated on things that you knew the locker room disagreed with. And you just say, like, it, it's, it's 50 guys. It's 53 football players. They know. You can't BS them. You're, you're, they're in there every single day. And, you, you know, just they know. They know it when they see it. And they, they see it. Um, I like to call Holcomb's line better. Man, that's a little baller. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 absolutely. Um, so, look, I mean, Antonio Gibson continues to run really hard. They didn't have J.D. McKissick in this game. And, you know, I'm not saying they didn't miss him. But, I mean, look, Washington only scored 17 points themselves. It's not like they were crushing it um, here. But regardless, I mean, Antonio Gibson continues to run hard, makes plays when needed. This wasn't really a, a huge uh, Terry McLaurin um, per game. But the, the group did, did enough. The offensive line, you know, the, they're on their fourth-string center. By and large, they, they did enough. I, mean, I think Heineke was facing more pressure this game, especially in the first half, Definitely. Than, than he had in some other times. And that led to some of his um, plays. And you mentioned the bad refereeing. There was one play Heineke gets absolutely mauled by Max Crosby in a totally legitimate play. Yeah. Oh, that was a, would have been a third down. They would have punt the Raiders instead, got a penalty. Um, and, uh, you know, it got paid back the other way, though. 
That, that's, that was just my point on the officiating. Yeah. It got picked back both ways. It was, uh, it was just bad. Yeah, yeah, for 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 sure. So, um, so look, I mean, uh, you know, here we are. It's five games left, the, all division games. The, the Cowboys won this week. The Eagles won this week. Um, I actually did. The Giants lost to Miami, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where this division is going. There's three teams. The Giants are out. Right. We both agree on that, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, e- even if Daniel Jones was there, whatever. But yeah, yeah they're they're, uh, they're going the wrong way. Dallas still has a two game lead, but mm-hmm. again, Washington is currently in the playoffs right now. As the sixth seed, um, they've got the, they're tied with the 49ers, but based on conference record, they have the tiebreaker right now. Is Philly there too, right? The, six and six? Uh, I think that's right. We'll get to the bottom of that. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll both of us have phones. I'm using right. mine to record this. You'll look it up on yours. Um, so so the, this is all coming in. And yes, I mean, Dallas is up this week. Uh, the Cowboys will be at FedEx Field. It's going to be fascinating. Six and seven. They haven't had their bye yet. Got oh I think yeah I think their buy is, is this week yeah okay um, it, it, it is fascinating we've talked so much about FedEx Field the lack of attendance boy I mean this team has won four in a row and it's Dallas week I'm not saying it needs to be a sellout but if this thing isn't I got to imagine it's going to be the biggest crowd of the year if it's not I don't even know quite what we're what's going on here unless this is so many people are just so checked out un, until. I don't know. There's no I think we've got to compartmentalize the two things because I, I do think it'll be the biggest crowd of the year. I think there'll be a lot of Cowboys fans there, obviously. I think there'll be a lot of Washington fans there because uh, I think they're excited about this team. But I think we have to compartmentalize. Uh, you know, This is a whole other podcast series, let alone, let alone an, an aside in a podcast, that the experience in Landover, Maryland is a very bad one. For fans, and, and you know, one of the things we noticed there were a lot of Washington fans here today. It was really cool. We were both gushing over the stadium. It's a very nice stadium. Um, you know, it, it 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 it's cool. It's new. It has amenities. It has good sight lines. Um, it TV is a great product. Like it's it's a phenomenal product. Watching NFL football on TV, you've got to be better than that as a product offering to get a person out there. And by the way, not just better than that, but $100 better than that. Like, you know, fans who were here paid what? Like 200 for their tickets? I, I had some it, some fans. expensive ticket. There was a lot of fans that we were here. We, we, we've been here uh, last couple of days. You were even here ahead of me. And we talked to a bunch of fans. There were a lot of them here. And some of them told me uh, uh, huge numbers that they paid. But they also were telling me that they don't bother going to games at FedEx. Right. Because whatever. And so, look, there's something big set for going to Vegas. I mean, we're, we're all excited to be here. So why wouldn't fans be? But the, the game itself, it, it is a much more interesting atmosphere to be in here than, than what FedEx offers. You know, I'm a Caps guy. I love going to the Caps games. I get it, It's like 70 bucks a ticket to go to a Caps game. It's $70 better than watching on TV. It just absolutely is. It's a fun place to be. I thought this place was, this place is better, not just better than being watching it on TV, but $100 better than watching on TV or whatever, you know, whatever those tickets sold for. Um, that's what it has to be, and it's never going to be that at FedEx Field. Like, so that's Jason Wright can't say that, but I can say that. Like, that's that is the truth of the matter. FedEx Field will never be a better experience than watching it on TV. Maybe if like an NFC title game is there, but even then you're overcoming the venue in a lot of ways. You're not playing to the venue. It's just not. So there's never going to be that full fan renaissance and home until they leave FedEx. But I hope that the fan base is fired up about this. And I hope the fan base realizes this is a really cool thing. And for a, a team that's been wandering in the wilderness for a very long time, I think they're still out there with the quarterback. I think they're still in the quarterback wilderness. But I, I think there's maybe a glimmer of hope that you're not in the head coaching wilderness anymore. 
that's not nothing. That's not nothing. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll have more to talk about this week. Logan Thomas left the game with a knee injury late. Yeah. Kind of a looks like you know borderline, maybe even borderline cheap shot t- taken yeah. taken out low. Um, we'll see where he's at. And then obviously we got to see where things are with, with Landon Collins, JD McKissick, and others heading into Dallas week. Um, but yeah, this is it, it is a wild ride. Um, and you know, we, we, a few hours to go with all of us still in Vegas. I can I can report that we are all still in one piece. Um, you know, some 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 in better shape than others. Um, but we are we're ready ready to head home. And obviously, this team is ready to take on the last five games. And it's going to be wild to say the least. Um, Michael, uh, of course, read Michael at the Richmond Times Dispatch on Twitter at Michael P R T D. Anything else to uh, to note before I uh, I let you go? I think this is going to be a really fun week. This, it, I mean. There's a lot of buzz in the I, I think Dallas is a better football team, but you know what? I think the Raiders were a better football team today. It's, something's happening here. Something is happening here. All right, uh, Michael, appreciate it. Uh, that's it for this episode of the Standard Room Only Podcast. Obviously, you can follow me on Twitter at Ben Standing. Read me over on The Athletic. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you do your podcasting, and we'll be back more later this week. But that's it for now. Ben Standing signing off. Until next time, see you.